It is time to strengthen your faith, deepen your understanding of the Word of God, move from poverty to prosperity, and rest in the wealthy place. Join Dr. Osara Emafai, the lead pastor of the Lakeview Foursquare Gospel Church, Lagos, Nigeria, and founder of Ed John School of Management, and alumnus of Oxford University, Cranfield University, Hertfordshire University, and University of Lagos. One informative, educative, and impactful program. Wealthy Place. Welcome to the Wealthy Place. My name is Dr. Osa Emokpai. Today, I will be introducing you into the Wealthy Place paradigm. And just to give you a little background on to why I need to take you through this paradigm. I used to teach in high schools in London, in the United Kingdom. And I was teaching on two things. Number one was on entrepreneurship. And the second thing I was teaching is how to earn. It was about livelihood. And I, rem I do remember in one of my classes, there was this white boy, very intelligent white boy, who, was, who needed to know a little bit about how to earn well. And so I asked them, what do you want to become? And this white boy told me that he wanted to be a plumber. And I said, why do you want to be a plumber? He said, I want to be a plumber because plumbers get income every day. And one thing the young man didn't know is that there are occasions when plumbers can earn. When a plumber is ill, he will not be able to work. Even during a pandemic, he will not be able to work. There are different times a plumber may not be able to work. So this young man didn't know. Despite the fact that this young man was that intelligent that he could become a doctor, he could become a pharmacist, he could be become even a lawyer or an architect. Now that was the first shock, if you like, of a very brilliant young British white boy who said he wanted to be a plumber because his exposure onto his family was that the best person in his family that is his father was a plumber. Then there was a second white British boy I also asked that white British boy, okay, what do you want to become by the time you grow up after leaving school? He said, I want to be a Tesco driver. For those of you who know about Tesco, it's the biggest uh, supermarket in the United Kingdom. And in uh, Tesco, what happens there is this. During the evening, every food, every item that's about to be expired, that's about to expire, they give those food to their drivers and to other people. So this, the father of this young man, who told me he wanted to be a Tesco driver, was actually seeing the food that the father brings home every day. And he was so excited about it. And he felt the best thing to be is to be a Tesco driver. I didn't know he was actually eating food that was about to expire. And that was his motivation. Today, what I want to uh, do uh, today in taking us on is to begin to teach people, you know, to recognize where God is calling them to. And that is why actually the topic about the wedding place. You know, the wedding place you find in Psalm uh, 66 verse 12. You would, when you go through there, you begin to see the spiritual platform upon which the wedding place is built, upon which it is built. So this program uh, is intended to help young people in Nigeria first, because this is my base. I want to first help the young people in Nigeria, not to make the kind of mistake that those two uh, young men, very brilliant young uh, white British boys made in, during my teaching days uh, in the United Kingdom. But those two key words are changing their lives. 
you know, they were modeling their own lives after their own, their own parents. You see, wealth, wealth is important. I've told you that we're going to be teaching on godly principles to making wealth and retaining wealth. And so, and because God himself resides in the wedding place, that's where God dwells. And so, if you really want to begin to assess wealth, you will have to begin to transform yourself to where you are, to come to that place, which we call the wedding place, where God himself is permanently resident. You know, and you can see that, as I said earlier in Psalm 66, verse 12. Wealth is about time redemption. It's about time redemption because, you see, the rich rules over the poor. And that is why uh, Christians must prosper. Because if a Christian does not prosper, what you are actually exposing yourself to is for the evil ones to rule over you. And that is the main issue in this topic. It's very, very important. We need to be carriers of wealth. And that's why I really want to begin to speak to our young people who are coming up to recognize the part of wealth, the, the role of wealth in you being whole in God. So to avoid disgrace like tax collectors wanted to do to Jesus Christ, you need to be able to have the resources to deal with all those contending issues of life so that you can truly be there to be at your best in God and so that you are not diverted away from God's plan for your life. You know, triple collector essentially fees you need to pay for your children, uh, food you need to eat, all kinds of things will come your way. For you to be able to function properly as a young Christian, you need to be able to deal with these people. And you cannot deal with these people without wealth. So the wealthy place satisfies both the demand for the triple collectors and the requirement to lift the weight of glory of God, because the weight of glory of God is very heavy. During this uh, teaching, we are going to begin to implicate the Pareto law, the Pareto law, what we call the Pareto paradigm, you know? So the Pareto paradigm in teaching the wealthy place uh, talks about financial freedom. And how is this financial freedom? How does it really happen? You know, the Pareto paradigm is on the 80-20 window. What that then means is this, is that, you see, 20% of your time, if it's properly used, can actually generate the 80% dimension that, that, you, that you require. So in, the, in terms of giving emphasis during this period, we will spend 20% of our time about on, on finance and spend 80% of our time on issues that are required, you know, to combine with finance, to make you whole in a world in which there are so many contending powers. And so, so that you can overcome, so that you can actually be ahead, you know, and not be the tail. Because that's the desire of God for every single believer. You must be the head and not be the tail. But you can really not be the head and not be the tail when you are poor. No, it can't happen. Because the rich rules over the poor. You know, and the Bible says wealth is a defense. Money is a defense. So you need money. But we are going to situate money within the framework of the wealthy place. So you understand where money stands there. You understand where finance stands there. You know, the issue of this program is been on my heart for over 14 years now. And that was why 14 years ago, I actually wrote a book on this. It, the book title is From Minimum to Maximum. It's actually how to take you from the zero position to take you to the wealthy place. So I wrote that book 14 years ago. And um, uh, in, the, in the course of this program, 
I'm going to be taking some even uh, some chapters of that book to actually share with you, you know, some of these issues about the wedding place. In addition to writing that book for about 40 years, but it was actually on my mind from a philosophical point of view. And uh, as I grew more and more in the last 40 years, God began to show me the spiritual dimension. As a gay just, you know, a human philosophy about this very program, you know, and that is uh, takes us to where, what I call the growth realm. How do you move from a place a place of zero and begin to move on because there's a momentum that moves you there and that momentum it we call what we call the growth uh, realm the evidence of god calls on your life is fruitfulness if you are not fruitful it means really there's something really lacking maybe you are doing something else uh, you are not caught for you know because enduring fruitfulness as i said is the evidence of, of god calling our lives for emphasis this program is directed at really helping you to know this to help young people to know god's mind know for his children to teach them the biblical principles to assess the two dimensions of the wedding place. Because the wedding place has two dimensions. And I need to teach you on those two dimensions. There's the one that has to do with the physical dimensions of the wedding place. And there's the second dimension that has to do with the, you know, the internal paradigm. That is, has to do with the external dimension of the wedding place. This is what the Bible talks about. If you go and find time and look at Philippians 4.19, it's actually looking at these dimensions of the wedding place. God will supply all your needs from his glorious riches. He's actually talking about the wedding place. You know, and to teach on skills, to, to be very successful in life, and carry wealth on behalf of your generation, on behalf of God's kingdom. To become not just a carrier, but to be a distributor of wealth. To be a person of significance in your generation. You know, God spoke about David. He said David was a man who served God's purpose in generation. And he fulfilled his purpose. That is what this program is about. To help you to discover that your purpose. And walk in that purpose. And begin to be a person of significance. You know, to teach on the mindset. Because, you see, as a mathematician in this heart, you see, you know, the renewal of the mind. So I want to teach you, you know, on the, on the mindset and the skill to succeed and prosper. As an entrepreneur. And to be a bivocational minister. By the grace of God. I am a trivocational minister. I minister at three levels. So, and I want you to be at least a bivocational, some of you, uh, who God, if you are called, being called into, to be able to succeed as a bivocational minister. To help those on level one of the worthy place, and to be to help you to climb to level two, level three, and to level five. But the interesting thing about these levels is this, is that you can actually move from level one to level four and to level five. You don't need to begin to move level one, level two, level three. So, and I will teach you how to be able to, you know, to leapfrog, you know, from one level to, you know, two, three levels, you know, on, on the worthy place ladder. I, 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 it's my intention to teach you all this. Uh, to teach uh, on how uh, those in the early place, in the worthy place, remain there and not fall by the wayside. Because there are people, they enter the worthy place, but they fall by the wayside. That is what the Bible teaches us in Proverbs 10.22, for instance. You know, it, it talks about it. The blessing of the Lord makes one rich without sorrow. You know, is, that is the kind of worthy place you will be. And you don't fall down, and then you are then there, and you are then there just with God. And there's no sorrow around you. It will teach that arriving at the worthy place is the evidence. It's an evidence. To arrive there is an evidence of fruitfulness in God's call on your own lives. We will be using the platform to teach on leadership. I'll be teaching you on resilience. Teach on resilience. Because you see, what I want to really teach you on resilience is that in the last eight years, 
I've actually been doing special work on resilience for eight years now on resilience. And resilience has several dimensions. The resilience that has to do at the individual level, that has to do at the family level, that has to do with the organizational level. So I intend to also be teaching uh, through this program on how to be resilient, you know, and how to be a, a leader. Because each and every one of us is called to be a leader. Leader is not position, it's not just about position. Leader is about influence. And so I'm going to be teaching on that as well. You know, and you know, that's exactly what I was teaching then as chairman of uh, Foursquare uh, Leadership Institute. I was teaching for so many years. I taught so many of our people. It's about influence. And I, I'm going to be teaching uh, through this program, teaching young people how to begin to go into that place of leadership that God is calling you into. I will also teach on how to cope with wicked challenges. You know, wicked challenges and how to overcome them. It's not just uh, uh, dealing with them, but how to overcome them. And some people talk about bouncing back, you know, when they have problems. I'm not going to be teaching you about bouncing back. I'm going to be teaching you about bouncing forward. That is what the worthy place is all about. I will also be teaching you about boundaryless, to teach our young people on boundaryless. And as well as multiple income stream. How do you maximize wealth? You know, how do you maximize wealth in such a way, you know, that that wealth itself is not just wealth for your generation, but onto the third and the fourth generation, like the Bible says. I will also be teaching you on multi-skilling. Multi-skilling is very important for the worthy place. What I have found in all my years in ministry, in all my years in pastoring in different parts of the world, I minister, I minister in Germany by the grace of God, I minister in, uh, in Italy, I minister in the UK, I minister in the US, I minister in Canada, I minister in different countries. But what I have actually found is that even when I'm teaching people, uh, you know, teaching uh, postgraduate students, uh, master's degree students and all that, and I found that so many things I teach them actually have their foundation in the scriptures. Although in some places they don't want you to mention the scripture, so I don't mention scripture. So in the process of going through this, I may not be mentioning some scriptures, but you are going to find, for those who are believers who are Christians, we find that they are rooted in the Bible. So Ecclesiastes 7.12 says, for wisdom is a defense. Money is a defense. But the excellency of knowledge is that wisdom gives life to them who have it. Ecclesiastes 7.12. So wisdom combined with money what does it do? Uh, provides knowledge, provides capacity to handle adversity whenever it comes. So let me now take you very quickly onto uh, that theme and do a bit of some so that you understand it. Because it's going to set the foundation uh, for the entire uh, program, the worthy place. You know, uh, Psalm 66 verse 12 says, Thou hast caused men to ride over my head. We went through fire. We went through water. But that brought us out into the worthy place. Can I read it for you again? That has caused Psalm 66 verse 12. That has caused men to ride over our heads. We went through fire. We went through water. But that brought us to a worthy place. But did you not see but there? But is very significant. It's important you understand what but means. And it's very significant. It is a suggestion that although you may be going through tough times, you may be going through times of failures, you may be going through vicissitudes, that you will overcome all those and God will bring you to a worthy place. So it doesn't matter where you are now. It doesn't matter where you are. You may not even have food to eat today. You're going to see how God is going to move you from a place of scarcity to a place of surplus. That is why we are taking uh, this program. You are the only one who can stop yourself. You see, as a man ticket in this heart, so is he. And, and that when you are praying God's will, God will set you up for the worthy place. Interestingly, there are five dimensions 
you know, of the wedding place. Is, and I told you, uh, God resides in the wedding place. There are different, uh, you know, if you like, if we're going to look God and the glory of God, you know, there are different doses at the different levels and dimension of the wedding place. But it's the fifth level of the wedding place where God permanently resides. That is permanent abode. And that is really where he wants us to. So, you see, aligned with these levels is the levels of grace as well. So grace has different levels, and there are five levels I will also be teaching you. Similarly, the wedding play, as I told you, have different levels. There are five levels. Secular theories expanded by Maxwell. For those of you who are Maxwell, you know Maxwell is also a pastor, but you know, he expounded also on the five levels of leading. Interestingly, there are five dimensions of the wedding place. And the fifth dimension of that wedding place is the permanence abode of God. God resides there. And that is where we also have maximum glory. Because glory also has different levels. So grace that is associated with these different levels of the wedding place and the glory of God, they are also, they are also five. Because the wedding place is at five levels. You know, there are theories, secular theories founded by Maxwell and Maslow. There are five, at different five levels as well. So interestingly, they are all five levels. So in the realm of the spirit, for those who believe um, in the spiritual dimension of the human being, number five represents grace. So in the course of this program, we will be teaching on the two dimensions of the worthy place, the five levels of the worthy place. We will also be teaching on the connections of those levels to the levels of grace and to the levels of glory. We'll be showing you where conventional secular wisdom and the worthy place intersects with the spiritual. This is because we are spirit, soul, and body. We will also be teaching that we must not walk in the tyranny of the all, but in the, in the freedom and the liberty of the end. That you can assess all good things on earth and, and in heaven if we embrace the appropriate principles and implement them diligently. Working with a growth mindset. You know, Carol Dweck actually did some work on that. I'll be taking you through the work of Carol Dweck, who is a professor in Stanford, to teach you how you can assess the dimensions of the wealthy place so that you can assess power to make wealth. Uh, you can, yes, you can assess power to make wealth. Not wealth that is hoarded, but wealth that is actually distributed, you know, all around. Because the fifth level of the wealthy place is grounded upon grace. That's why when you say grace upon grace, it's just actually talking about the permanent abode of God. So if you can reach it in your place of assignment, that fifth level of the wealthy place, all your struggles in life will turn to sources, will turn to testimonies. All struggles will turn to testimonies. That is my heart desire for young people. Because like Paul said about Israel, that my heart desire for Israel is for Israel to be saved. And that's why my heart desire for the young people, that by the grace of God, through this program, you will begin to now be able to now walk, you know, you begin to walk uh, you know, your step by step onto the fifth level of the worthy place. And that fifth level is where the glory of God, you know, is at the highest, is where you begin to walk in grace, you know, upon grace, that level, and then you begin to see what happens to you on earth because you will no longer run after 
finances because finances automatically get attracted to you. They begin to run after you. You get to a place where money now works for you. You don't really work for money because when you are in that, the fifth level of the wedding place, you no longer work for money. Money works for you at that. In fact, almost everything works for you because now you are actually dwelling in the permanent abode of God. Because the fifth level of the wedding place is grounded on grace upon grace. And that is where God permanently resides. It is my hard desire that every young man, every young woman gets to that level. Because when you get to that level, struggles turn into testimonies. That is all we can take today. And my name is Dr. Osa Emokpai. See you next week.